This episode of the Namaste Podcast is sponsored by Eastbound Comedy Theater, Scarborough's premier live comedy company. Eastbound Comedy Theater provides professional comedy shows, improv training, and educational performing for adults, youth, and corporate groups. So I had the pleasure of actually interviewing one of the owners, Jasmine, of Eastbound Comedy Theater, and her episode will be coming up soon on the podcast. She's seriously fantastic. We did a bunch of improv games together, and I sucked. I'm going to be honest, but they were so fun, and it just reminded me of how much I love improv, how good improv is for your confidence, for you know your soul, because you laugh a lot, and it's really fun to watch for that reason. So their next show is actually coming up November 8th at the Old Stone Cottage in Scarborough, and I'm definitely going to be there, so I want to invite all you guys that are listening to come out to the old stone cottage on november 8th and hang with me and come see the eastbound comedy theater show that will be happening then and if you want to find out more details on this fabulous company as well as their upcoming shows head on over to eastboundcomedytheater.com and of course i'm going to put the link in the description of this episode as well below so you can click there as well They have also graciously given me a coupon code for all of my listeners. So if you are interested in going and seeing any of their improv shows coming up, they have a series called Combat Comedy. Like I said, um, you can find all the details on their website. November 8th is the first one that I will be going to of that. And uh, basically, if you tell them Namaste CC, so Namaste Combat Comedy CC, you will get $5 off your ticket just for listening to this episode and going. So I hope you go um, because I will be there. So that would be awesome. Um, But also you save $5. So that's fun. Who doesn't like to save? (laughs) Uh, But anyways, it's going to be awesome. Improv's awesome. So check it out. Once again, their website is www.eastboundcomedytheater.com. Well, welcome everyone. What is going on? Welcome back to the Namaste podcast, a podcast that believes in uplifting the soul, connecting self-help ideas to extraordinary success. Today on the show, I have one of my favorite people in the whole world. Her name is Cheryl. And uh, a lot of you might know as one of my psychic buds because I <laughs> I have, well, I have a couple now actually because I've, you know, I've started to go to retreats and whatnot and branch out. But my two favorite people, uh, Cheryl and Connie, uh, we would get together for, I don't know, what, two years maybe? Maybe three. Maybe three. And we'd have tea at least once or twice a, once or twice a month. And we would do readings together with our angel cards or we would just talk about our lives. And it was the most healing and uh, beautiful time for me. So welcome, Cheryl. Thank you for having me. Uh, so everyone, Cheryl's not only just here because I just think she's amazing and I just wanted to talk about everything spiritual with her, but she has just recently started her own little business and it is all about clearing houses from spirits and lower vibrations. So Cheryl, will you tell us everything about that? Well, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, this is something that I found myself actually I fell into I had taken a course in house clearing and um the first time that we went on a field trip I had the opportunity to come across a few spirits that were in the home I was a little nervous at first I thought I didn't know if I even wanted to deal with spirit Mm. except for the fact that someone said to me one day wouldn't you if you saw somebody on the street and they were they were lost would you help them find their way home right and I said yes and they said well basically it's the same thing this is a lost spirit and it needs to find its way home Hmm. so once I embraced that and then found myself on this field trip I I thought okay I'm I'm here to help what can I do and so um we had this really fantastic tour of a of a a uh, 5,000 square foot ranch. <laughs> wow. And we went as a group and um, I picked up 
quite a few things when I was there. And so at the end, uh, the teacher had expressed that you can't go home with anything, so we need to do a clearing on yourself. And that's when I found out that I actually channel a spirit that wants their wants to go home. Right. And so when I did that and um, had that first experience, that was when I made the decision that I, I want to do this and help spirit as much as I can. And of course, the homeowners or business owners as well. Wow. And I remember when you first had this experience because because uh, Connie took the class with you as well, right? Yes. yes. Okay. So yeah. So I remember because we had tea and you guys were both telling me about this experience. And I remember feeling like, oh my God, I am never going to take this course. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> But I ended up doing Until. it later on. And of course, <laughs> all things in time. And now I've taken the course, everyone, and it's amazing. But okay, could you just go into detail about that first experience? Just I think everyone would love to know about what it, what it was like, what actually happened when maybe spirit was taking over. Yeah, so my first experience was actually really fun because I didn't know what to expect and I didn't know what had happened. So the teacher, um, Faye, uh, who's been doing spirit clearing for a long time, she was the one that guided me through it. So mm-hmm. uh, initially she told me to take off all my crystal jewelry and, and said, you know, just sit with this and I'm going to ask you a few questions. And mm-hmm. so she kept looking in my eyes and saying, I think you have something with you. And at this point, I didn't even feel like me. All of a sudden I realized that I was standing outside of me looking at me Ooh. and now me was a different person. Mm. And so at that time, I remember looking at her with a lot of anger in, in my body and feeling like this was like, what are you doing? Why are you like, what do you think you're going to be doing with me? Mm. And so because she knew exactly what we were going to be doing with this person, um, we were, you know, sending them to the light. That's when I started realizing that I was taking on emotions. I was taking on the emotions of the spirit. Right. And so I was feeling their emotions of their anger, their fear, because um, ang- anger usually is fear um, in disguise. And so I started realizing that he had done something. I, I knew he was a man. I could feel he was a man. And I knew he had done something in his life that mm. he was very fearful of being found out. And he also felt that he was unworthy and didn't want to leave because he didn't think anybody would, would accept him. Mm. Um, so uh, the leader had to walk us, walk myself and this person through, leaving me and going and finding his way. So I could feel that, I could feel that feeling of ter- trepidation. I could feel him um, really holding back. And, and then she started asking questions like, did you hurt? an animal? Um, did you hurt somebody in your life? Because she could see that an animal had shown up as well as I could see an animal had shown up in my vision. Wow. And this animal now was standing tall and waving its, like wagging its tail and was welcoming him. And she said, you have been forgiven. The dog is okay. Um, and, and wants you to come home now. And so at that point I could feel him now being ready to leave. Um, and then I think there were several other people that I had to help as well. There was another woman that had a baby and, um, she was coming to look for the baby, but I had to hand the baby to her. And so, um, I remember the teacher saying, uh, you know, don't go into the light, like don't actually walk into the light, only hand it to her. And, So just the whole experience was so exhilarating and so unexpected Mm. and so helpful Mm. that um, my spiritual being just couldn't help but want to be a part of that. Wow. Did I answer your question? Yes. Yes, you did. (laughs) That's amazing. And, you know, I've I've heard from people that were with you during that time that your face sort of changed and Mm -hmm. when you're channeling. Because for everyone listening, this isn't actually something I don't think everyone can do this I think this is something that you, this is a, a bit of a gift for you that you've been able to you know really well maybe, maybe not what do you what do you think I can see I can see your face pondering that thought um I think that everybody can help spirit move to the light everyone okay. can yeah. do that yeah I think that the channeling piece I my I was able to open up 
And right. so um, that is my gift when it comes to clearing a house. However, uh, the people that I work with now, they their gifts are more about I can see spirit. Right. And they can see it or they can sense it. Um, they have spirit talking to them in their head. But mm. I don't. I, nece- I don't necessarily get that. I get more of, um, I'm actually with spirit. Mm. Um, and I will take on a lot of their emotions and I can feel right. what they're feeling and I know that they're scared or they're angry or, um, so it's just a different way of, yeah. everyone can clear a home. Yes. And that's the way I do it. Right. Okay. That's what, that's kind yeah. of what I, what I, yeah, should have said. Yes. <laughs> okay. Cool. And, and, and also I think we should, um, tell everyone, cause I think it's a common perception that, uh, it's, f- it's a frightening experience. Like I said, I was really nervous when I first heard about this experience. I thought, oh my gosh, no, 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 that's too scary. But one of the things that I love about this class is that the teacher facial teach you that, you know, spirits aren't evil like Hollywood portrays it they're just they're just sad beings or they had something that was unfinished uh in their human life before they passed and so they're just you know they're on this plane trying to to you know well not really trying to get over it but 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 we're we're here to try to help them get through it and and move to the light because they've you know they've just been troubled from their human experience yeah and and I would totally agree with that and then from what I've been learning from my experiences and and because I've had other opportunities where um spirit decided to channel with me um I feel that when I have had the opportunity to channel the spirit, what happens to me is they imprint me with their emotions. And I have discovered that most of the spirits so far in my short career, because I've only been doing this now for um, just un- just under a year um, that I've been doing it on my own um, with a team, um, I have found that the spirit leaves me with their emotions and their emotions are usually very low vibrational emotions. So those would be fear. Um, uh, fear of what? Uh, it would be uh, guilt. It would be resentment, remorse. Um, so they, in most cases, are guilty and feeling badly about something they may have done in this life. Mm-hmm. And so when they passed away, they, they felt like, I'm not worthy of moving on. Right. Uh, no, one, no one will take me. And um, because most of the times, by the time we have broken spirit enough to be able to say, okay, you need to go to the light, um, th- at that point they're saying, I, I can't, I'm, I'm too afraid, nobody's going to be there. Mm-hmm. So we'll call in their ancestors and we'll call in their family and you can see them in our, in our third eye. Um, we would be able to see their family show up with arms wide open mm-hmm. and saying, I love you. I love you. I want you to come home. And at that point, um, I had somebody that was shot and I knew that he had been involved in some criminal activity and he felt that he couldn't move forward because no one would take him. And, um, so grandma showed up and her arms were wide open and she said, I love you, honey, you come with me. And so, and then he was finally able to go everyone so as you were saying you know um we were taught that there isn't evil uh i really resonate with that that makes sense to me um particularly with somebody who might have done something that wasn't good on this side of the earth that we would think oh well you know you you might go to hell let's say um i think we have some of those beliefs still in ourselves and that causes us for not going to the light so Doing something like this helps them see we are all worthy. Right. We There's nothing we can do that we wouldn't be accepted for. Right. That could be a whole new podcast. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Maybe we could do a side podcast together. <laughs> um, there was something that we were talking about recently, and I, I remember it was like via voice note over one of our private conversations. We were talking about whether, um, why we people that are clearing houses or might be more in demand now. There was a, there was a, uh, an idea. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. So I don't remember who 
the author was of the book that wrote this. Okay. Um, I Because I've written several books. I've read, excuse me, I hope to write lots of books. Ah, <laughs> spirit's be. trying to get you to <laughs> yeah. hire yourself. Uh, I have read a lot of books about uh, spirit clearing and, and just ghosts in general. I've been watching ghost shows since The Most Haunted, I think, was the first show that came on air. I think it was in uh, 2000. Okay. And so uh, it was like, if you're with us, knock on the wall three times. <laughs> and so I, I loved all those shows and I was like, wow, spirit is real. So this is how I got started on it. Um, but recently I've been read- reading a lot of books and this one lady really commented about, you know, why are we, why is it more popular now where people are calling in and saying mm. my house is my, I think there's spirit in my house. And, mm. and so can you help me? There is an uptake in that. There is a business in this. Hmm. Um, you know, people are, and people are more open now, um, you know, thankfully to podcasts like yours, um, like TV shows, like Most Haunted from back in the day. Hmm. And, um, you know, all of these things, people are now being a little bit more open and they're not as afraid to say. Right. So, but having said that, so, but why do we have so many spirits that are walking this earth? Hmm. Is it really just that it's more popular to talk about? She suggested that um, this was actually because we weren't giving less rights. So Mm. about 30 years ago, we kind of stopped, we stopped being religious. Mm. Uh, For those that are religious, I'm sorry. There is a, there's a a small, it's not as big as it used to be where we all went to church. And so when our loved ones pass away, um, you know, before 30 years ago, we would have a priest or a minister come in mm-hmm. and allow our, that person to have last rites before they would move on. Mm-hmm. When we are in our physical body, um, you know, all our energy is part of us at this time. And when we're given last rites, we're told that you are forgiven for everything that you have done mm-hmm. uh, in this lifetime and that it is safe for you to move on. And so, there would be less spirit walking this earth because there wouldn't be as many spirit spirit people mm-hmm. that are feeling that they can't move on. Right. So I think we've done a little bit of an injustice. I, I agree with her. It makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. And it totally makes sense to me too because, as I said before, when I've actually channeled spirit, I channel them in a place where they feel like, well, nobody loves me, nobody wants me. Mm-hmm. And even when they're haunting a home, um, they're trying to get the owner's attention to say, please help me. Mm. But they also feel the owner doesn't like me either. Right. So, Mm. you know, so there's a a whole lack of love and a whole lack of, um, you know, sympathy and and apologies. And they weren't able to say things before they passed away. Um, So it's unfinished. Um, But it's not unfinished business. It's really mostly unfinished emotion. Right. So... That I, makes so much sense. It just yeah. really resonated. So yeah. I, I, I believe that now. Yeah. Yeah. That makes so much sense to, sense to me because, um, you know, even uh, with food, I think we maybe touched on this before, but um, recently I started saying grace before meals. And the reason I started saying that, and I would say, because I only, I grew up Catholic, so I only know the Catholic prayer. But I've, and I've been saying that because I think it's really interesting how nowadays Everyone is allergic to everything. And back 30 something years ago, when, you know, people were more religious, they were more, you know, they would say grace before their meals and they would be grateful before they ate what they were, you know, eating. Mind you, there's a whole bunch of crap in our food now as well. That's obviously a reason. But I do think that um, it's interesting to think about getting to an attitude of gratitude before you eat. And, yes. and that could change the vibration of not, maybe not necessarily the food, but it changes your, your vibration to a point where you don't react to anything badly. And now I've noticed since I started doing that, that my stomach doesn't hurt as much that I don't react as much to anything. I, uh, yeah, there's a couple things. I can't, I can't remember the specific one, but um, I, like, I would be afraid of, oh, eating eggs. And I've ate, I've had eggs from time to time now, and I don't get huge breakouts and acne from it anymore. So, I mean, there could be many reasons, but I do think that there's probably something to to that. I think in, in just like you're saying how um, going to someone at their deathbed and, you know, just kind of releasing them from any guilt or whatnot, like that makes sense. 
you yes. know? Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. And I, I, and sort of to add to that too, um, I know that you're a vegetarian, mm-hmm. um, but there are people like myself that eat meat. And so we don't always know where our meat comes from. Right. So actually, um, I think that by blessing your food, uh, if you have the luxury of Reiki, um, maybe mm-hmm. adding some Reiki to your food, you're, you're, you're adding to the healing of the animal that gave right. its life as well. Right. So you're thanking that animal for, for taking his life and allowing you to have life. Right. And so, but you don't know how he was treated. So maybe emotionally he might've been, um, you know, very much like spirit. And mm. now that I'm so attached to those emotions that come from spirit, it makes me more conscious and aware of that. Right. Um, but the animal could have suffered. And so, um, blessing your food is yes, you're raising vibration because mm. you're, you're sending loving intention, right. Um, to your food and, and any loving intention, whether it be to food or to water is going to increase that value. Right. So, Wow. Kudos to you. Good yeah. for you. Oh, thank you. Well, I, you yeah. know, I just had that thought one day and I went, you know what? I am so sick of being allergic to everything because, yeah. it, you know, I'm, I've never done an allergy test, like a specific food allergy one. I've been meaning to over the years, but I it just didn't make sense that everything that I would eat, even fruits, even vegetables, I would feel sick afterwards. So that just tells me that there's some there's just something going on. There's some kind of imbalance or or maybe just um, maybe it's just my thought process, maybe because I'm fearing the food before even eating it. Yes. It's affecting me, right? So yeah. then now when I eat and I'm feeling grateful and for, for whatever I'm eating, it, it makes sense as to why I'm not reacting anymore. So. Oh, I like that yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, it's so interesting, yeah. right? So it's about your own vibration as well. Yes. Yeah, I like that. Exactly. Yeah, because so, yeah, I don't even eat meat. So I, I do think that's a big part for me, right? Yeah. So. Anyways, I, I you know what? I want to maybe tell everyone a little bit about um, the fact that you're now kind of living your your truest like most uh I would say your 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 highest self like you're now you're doing you're working um at a job that you really love you're doing everything that you really love right now and before you had a job that you didn't necessarily love and you're you're kind of just like I don't know I've seen you from the beginning up until now and it's just been really cool seeing the transition and how does it feel to finally be doing things that you absolutely enjoy and love well, I've actually been very fortunate. Yeah. Um, I am volunteering most of my time. Yes, that's right. Yes. Um, however, I don't volunteer when it comes to spirit clearing at this yeah. point. Yeah. Um, but it's still a very small, uh, small piece of what I do. Yeah. Um, I've been very fortunate. I I have ha- found a place to live. Mm-hmm. I'm being cared for and Mm. loved and that was something I hadn't had for a long time so yes I'm definitely being able to um, find myself in more of an authentic lifestyle Um, I'm not working in a corporate world right now but who's to say you know what what happens in the future sure Um, yeah right now I'm doing what I love Mm. I love to help people um on this side of the earth and the other side of the earth. I love it. (laughs) So, uh, in general, um, because I feel that I've had so many life experiences of my own Mm -hmm. that it's really nice to be able to share those experiences. So you can show somebody no matter what happens to you, something great is going to happen after. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And also it's, I'm just going to tell everyone because this is just my favorite story to tell. Um, when I first met Cheryl, I met, I, we met in the Psychic 101 class, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, this is at Odyssey, the store I always talk about on here, guys. And Cheryl's volunteering there right now and mm-hmm. loving it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it must be so hard to not buy up the whole shop uh, being there all the time. I would. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say I've got a lot of jewelry. <laughs> she, let me see your fingers. And oh, rings. <laughs> her whole her whole hand yeah. is uh, filled with it's rings. It's a little hard it. to help somebody buy something and not want to feel that you can buy something yourself too yeah. yeah yeah well and also i mean we went to a jewelry making class i'm wearing that that, that uh, we so went to yeah. yeah we do a lot of cute little things like that together uh but anyways what i wanted to say is in the first class i was so timid i'd never done anything like this before but i'd always been interested in you know the sort of spiritual community my mom had bought me cards the uh the doreen virtue cards from back in the day And, um, you know, I'd played with them for many years, but never really went outside of that. And so when I took this class, we were encouraged to meditate on messages for the other person. And, uh, well, you had a partner and I just 
of course, was partnered up with Cheryl. And I had meditated. And, and this is just a good lesson to really like tune, like just really to trust your instincts. I think that's that's really, I think what we were saying earlier, like anyone could clear houses. Anyone could give yes. readings. It's just whether you have to like build that trust with yourself and build, I guess, that intuitive muscle, yes, if you will. That's exactly true. Right? Yeah, we all have a third eye. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. true, yeah. And uh, and everyone feels it too, right? Because you you know that you are someone that's intuitive by walking into a room and you can just feel the energy. You hear people say that all the time, even people that aren't spiritual. They'll go, oh, there's something going on in this room. Exactly. That's your intuitiveness, right? Right, exactly. So in this class, I had meditated and saw Cheryl with this guy at the beach <laughs> and he was uh, and they were holding hands and they were just walking along the beach and um what was there one other thing that was a part of that uh, mm, you said there would be a date on the a date on date, date by the water date by the water yeah and uh, yeah and you were gonna just be holding hands. i think it was specific to holding the hands anyways flash forward to like three years afterwards or maybe two years that ended up happening and I and I texted Cheryl I was like oh who's this guy and she was like oh I haven't really been you know I haven't mentioned it yet but I'm dating this guy blah 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 and I'm like so uh was that your first date that was my second date really because 40 years ago is when I met him that's yeah which is another crazy story but anyways long story yeah. short she ended up being by the beach and holding this guy's holding hand holding hands it's exactly how i knew <sighs> he was the right person yeah he held my hand after about four hours of talking yeah, and well. i guess he probably held my hand to stop me from talking <laughs> and well, like to talk. we, we um, like to talk actually yeah, yeah. everywhere we go cheryl and i i feel like we're maybe maybe a little bit loud but like but we're i don't know we have the most fun yes we do <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> definitely lots of giggles. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually, let's let's can do you mind talking about your your romantic story? Because it's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. OK. OK, so I did know him when I was 15 years old, uh, actually. OK, so what's really funny is I knew him when he was when I was 10 and he didn't even know I existed. Aww. And I asked who what his name was and someone told me. So I was in baton. I was a baton twirler when I was young, up until I was about 18. Yeah. And uh, so he was a drummer. And so I saw him come into the gym one day when we were going to do a practice and I asked what his name was. Aww. So after that, I got a camera given to me, I think, when I was 11 or 12. And I took a picture of him at a competition without him knowing why. And I remember running up going, hey, Dave. And he would turn around he took this, and I took the picture really quick. And I carried that picture in my wallet, in my pocket for almost two years until it ripped. And then I didn't want to carry it anymore because I didn't want to wreck it because I had to keep looking at him, don't you know? <laughs> so then I guess about, um, I was about 14, um, he told me that he started noticing me, but I didn't, at this point, I gave up on him. I thought, oh, he'll never notice me now. And so um, when I was 15, I dated him for a couple of months. And for some reason, he went one way and I went another way. And then we mm. stayed to, in the same core together um, as baton core and uh, continued on to world championships and whatnot. And but I didn't know did, that. That's oh, cool. I, there's a lot you don't know about. Wow. Our girl cheerleader, too, but uh, just another aside. Anyway. Uh, wow. <laughs> An Argo cheerleader? Yeah. No way. 1983. Mm-hmm. First year, the Argos won the Grey Cup in 40 years. No yeah. way. Yeah. Do you have pictures? I do. I must see this. <laughs> oh, my do. God. We are so alike. Now, knowing that every every time I hang out with Cher, I feel like recently I learned something new about you that I'm like, oh, we're just, you really are my second mom. <laughs> <laughs> so true. kind of great. <laughs> So true. So yeah, so then I never saw him again. So he went on and after we left Baton, he went one way and I went another way and he had children and I had children. And then my marriage broke up and I went out on this spiritual journey for the last 20 years and have learned a ton and I've just done a lot. And then one day I said, I would really like to meet somebody again. So I actually followed Esther and uh, Jerry Hicks, um, it's Abraham series and it's on mm. YouTube and it's uh, 68 seconds to manifest your dream. Oh. And so I followed what they said. And two weeks after I did this, I, I got this notice on 
Um, well, actually, there's one more part of that story. A friend of mine through Odyssey had uh, told me that she had to read my cards and I needed to get over to her house right away. Oh. Susie. And so I went to her house and she said, you have to go online right now. There's a man waiting for you right now. No way. Yeah. Whoa. So I went online and I met somebody, but he wasn't the one. And, um, and then I got this little note just as I was ready to say, oh, forget it. I'm not doing this anymore. I hate doing this kind of stuff. And I got this note that said, hey, it's Dave. Do you remember me? And then he started talking about something from the past. And then he said, carry on, have a good time on your, you know, match.com. And so I did. And, but I didn't because I said, wait, wait, come back. I want to keep talking to you. And so that's how we started off. Second time around. Only this time around, it was like, now I see you for you and you see me for me. And it's so much more authentic. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I just remember, um, you know, in a lot of our tea dates, you're like, oh, am I ever going to meet someone? And then I think just perfect timing, and right? And be nice to him. <laughs> that too. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. No, it was kind of tough on people because I really didn't trust a lot of people before. That's that true. That was part of my... That's Mine. true because I was yeah. a little bit intimidated by you when my when we first met. Cause it, yeah. But but not that I because I felt like I always feel like I understood you on a certain level because I remember you'd say things and then you'd you'd apologize because you didn't you you were nervous that it would hurt my feelings. But I kind of just always understood yeah. that I would never take offense to anything. But I yeah. remember yeah you used to um, you used to have a big block up and then over the last couple of years you're you're so free and you have all your jewelry and you know you're very open and. It's awesome. Not man. corporate anymore. Not yeah. corporate. Yeah. <laughs> Not to say all like all corporate is bad. It's just at that time in your life, I think that you were just you you yeah. needed to shed it to work on you know all your spiritual and stuff right honestly felt like I was shoved out for a reason like not that I I was shoved out but just saying that I I felt like everything had to happen the way that it did so that I was able to leave and and get on with things and so yeah so this is what I'm trying to pursue now yeah I just went up to a another um area because I live in the Peterborough Omimi area okay and so I just found another outlet um, and I've given them my card and hopefully um, will help spirit up in the Kawartha area as well. So okay. I work Kawartha and Durham. That's uh, where the Kawartha ice cream is from? Yes, the yeah. best ice cream Everyone ever. Everyone always says that, yeah. Right beside Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot they about that. They sell Kawartha right. dairy wow. in Ajax. <laughs> I ho- who knew that that was going to be my future? <laughs> wow, yeah, that's wild. Uh, yeah, who would have thought that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. All right, well, could you tell us maybe uh, another fun story? Any, any channeling stories that you might have? Any fun? Uh, maybe in a class or uh, at, at a house, an experience you've had? Well, another. there's something, some things that I learned. Um, so our teacher had told us that, you know, um, she said basically sage, um, saging a home for like clearing an actual spirit. So if you thought your house was haunted, to sage a home isn't going to get rid of spirit. Um, she talked about other things like uh, things that we thought would clear a home, mm. um, they actually don't work. Right. And she said they don't work. And I thought, okay, well, that's her. Um, that's her beliefs. And, you know, everybody's entitled to their beliefs, but I'm going to find out on my own. And mm. so, of course, when I go to people's homes, we take singing bowls um, to help raise the vibration in the home. So they are necessary, absolutely necessary. Okay, that's good to know. Um, but sage, what I have learned is, is that really sage is for cleansing. So if your energy in the home is actually really um, uptight and it's more from moods, um, like you've had uh, like just bad mood, you know, somebody comes mm. in and they're angry, they're upset, use the sage, clear and clean this the space Mm. um but it doesn't get rid of spirit right it really doesn't because Mm -hmm. I did have this opportunity once where I was working with um I worked with uh Lori and her friend um Lisa and uh so Lori was using the um singing bowl and I'm now channeling it was actually the gentleman that had been shot right and I'm and I'm channeling him and now I don't channel at every house it's just if the spirit needs that extra they want to communicate somehow I will allow it and it just comes, um, but it doesn't happen at every home. Um, however, what he told, it was Lisa that was actually saging me 
And, Mm -hmm. you know, we were trying to get him to go to the light. And he, I remember him looking down on my body and watching the sage coming up around the body and very sarcastically looking at her. He swore at her because he wasn't a very nice person in (laughs) in his languaging. Um, But he uh, swore at her and said, like, what do you think you're doing? And he's like, that's not going to work. Mm. And it was real confirmation for me that, so if you ever thought you had a ghost in your house, that saging is probably not going to help. And, right. and if you thought you had a ghost in your house and it's not, it's not something that you want there, do call a professional, like, you know, mm. have somebody come in and, and help you with that because, uh, it, sometimes it takes a while for them to go mm. and you have to really understand why they're there for them to go. And some of them don't want to go. So I had, so, so getting back to a couple of incidences. So I had some, I had two really good experiences. One was I, oh gosh. So there was a, it was a house that I was going to in Whitby. So on the way there, um, my friend Lori had, she had started to channel something on the way there. Ooh. I was following her to, um, to the house and I had said to her, make sure if you're going to stop off to eat anything or whatever, make sure you'd let me know, like call me or signal or something so I know what you're doing. So we were almost at this house, and, and for some reason, all of a sudden, she veered to the right, no phone call, nothing. And we moved over. She moved over, so I had to do a U-turn and go into this restaurant with her. And when we got there, we were two different people. So we were two men in this restaurant. This restaurant was like a 50s-type diner, but only it was the 80s. So it was dressed up in like 80s cars and 80s music, and it was super fun. And I remember having a really good time, but I wasn't me, and she wasn't her. Whoa. And so we were sitting together, and we had our dinner or lunch, and, you know, our forks are flying, and we were like two guys hanging out. And I I got this sense that we were bikers, and so I didn't really know what this was about, and I just remember saying to her, I think we're bikers. And in my head, I didn't want to say this out loud because I didn't want people to think I was crazy, but I was like, hell's angels is what I'm getting. So anyway, so we go towards the house that we're going to because spirit plays with you before you get there. Mm. It will. And we were told that by our teacher. And so anyway, so we get to the house and these two guys now have left us. Like we don't have to worry about this, but I have somebody in with me who I am now, I am jovial and I am having so much fun and I'm super excited and I'm sitting in the back of the car and I said, okay guys, this is awesome. And so I would come in and go out. So I'd be able to say, you know, what was happening. And I said, I got somebody with me that is a heck of a lot of fun. And they said, really? Well, what's his name? And I, and I could, I could hear in my head, Hank, Frank, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> and so I said it out loud. I said, Hank, Frank, whatever. So we went into, into the house, and then we started discussing this in the house. And, um, you know, the first thing I said was, that, well, something weird. We had these guys with us. We were in the restaurant. And I said they were bikers. And so is there any, you know, is there any recollection to bikers? And so the, the man of the house said, yeah. I, I hang around with the Hells Angels. Ah, uh, wow. And I was like, oh, I wish I wrote down Hells Angels because then I could have proven that I was on the right track, right? Wow. So I'd forgotten that part. So then um, I said, who's Frank? So he, apparently he was the original owner of the house. Whoa. And so, and he was a very big, prevalent um, person in the Whitby area at the time. It was sort of in the 1900, early 1900s. And, um, but he was, he was there because he wanted to find his wife. And what's interesting about this is his wife was in the house. His wife was in the bedroom upstairs. It was a young girl's room and she was residing in that room and he was in the house and, but they would never walk in the same realm together. So we actually had to, we had to release her into the light and then we wanted to release Frank, but Frank wouldn't go because he wouldn't go without his wife. So we had to call his wife back Whoa! and then she came back and this was sort of in our mind's eye and we could see her in our mind's eye and she came back and then they walked off together. And when they walked off together, because he was such a fun, jovial guy, he just put his hand up, (laughs) just said, thanks. 
and he never looked back and he just and, and away he went it was it that was really that was really really cool wow but then so recently so knowing that some spirit does haunt but mm. they don't um they don't want to go anywhere and they don't necessarily want to scare anybody either. Hmm. So I went to um, get a knockway with Dave. And so um, Dave was my boyfriend. So anyway, <laughs> so he, uh, we went to get a knockway together. And we had heard about two, two castles we could go see. One was Bolt Castle and one was Singer Castle. Hmm. So someone said to me, well, you don't want to go to Bolt Castle. It's all original. It's all modernized. And it's a beautiful castle, but it's... You know, it's very touristy, and um, but what the one you want to go to is Singer Castle because it's haunted. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's where I want to so, go. Yeah, that's, so, <laughs> so that's where we were going to go. So you have to go to the U.S. side to do this. And so when we went, now Dave's, Dave claims he's a non-believer. So he doesn't, you know, he listens to my stories. He tells me never bring anything home with me, which tells me there's a little piece of him that says he's a believer. Yeah. But anyway, uh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So fear's the unknown. So <laughs> anyway, so we, we went to Singer Castle. So we, you have to have your passport, by the way, because you have to go to the U.S. side for it. Um, but we got out of the boat and we were getting onto the, the property. And Dave said to me, do you feel anything? And I said, no. Why would I feel anything? Unbeknownst to him, though, I'm asking in my head, if there's somebody here that wants to speak with me, they're welcome to do so. Because right. I had heard about this castle on a TV show. So it was one of my ghost shows that I like to watch. Mm -hmm. And it was a documentary, and it said that it was haunted. It said there had been premonitions before hmm. of, or no, sorry, not premonitions, um, apparitions, sorry, of a woman. Um, but I didn't really concern myself with it. I just wanted to see for myself. So, right. um, I said, if somebody wants to, you know, contact me, they can. Um, we went into, we were on the grounds, nothing happened. We mm. went inside the castle. And as soon as we went inside, my, my tell is I can start to feel pressure on my chest. Mm. And then I start to feel like little sparking feelings on the top of my head. If mm. I start to feel that spirits coming. So I started to get this sensation and I, and, and so I, I wasn't really concerned yet because it wasn't really bad, but then we went into the next room. So the next room was the owner of the castle, the original owner. So Mr. Singer, it was his sort of games room and it had like a big table there you could eat at. And hmm. on the walls were his hunting trophies. So it was his deer and something, some other animal. And I, I really have a problem with, mm -hmm. um, the trophies mm -hmm. i feel that if you're going to kill meat uh, kill an animal for meat then you killed it for meat bless it thank you and move on i right. don't feel that we should put it up as a trophy yeah but that's my feeling and that's just all i feel and i'm um, not judging it's just that's what the way i am and mm -hmm. all of a sudden so this pressure is getting worse and i had said to dave i think i'm getting something and he left he, he ran into the <laughs> he next bolted. room <laughs> So I was left alone. So I, I remember standing there and sort of looking up at the deer head. And all of a sudden I could hear somebody very clear in my head. It was a woman who said, and that's why I don't like this room. Ooh. So she resonated with the same feelings that I had. Mm -hmm. and, and so, and then we left that room and she was gone. She never came back. So I felt that she, there's a, a his wife, Mr. Singer's wife, obviously, but it was his daughter that the, the castle got left to. Um, oh. She ended up taking over the castle after they passed away, and she bought out her brothers and sisters, and she was the one that kept that castle alive and, until the 60s, I believe. Hmm. She was in part of the Prohibition days, made it a big party home. Like It was, it was quite hmm. a home. She loved it, and I really feel that she lives there. Ah, so, and it's okay that it's a touristy home. They haven't done any changes to it other than just keeping it maintained. Hmm. Um, but that was like a really fun sort of experience with spirit that, yeah. and, and told me that, you know, some want to just stay. Right. So, and that, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I do believe I was not taught this, um, but I believe this from the, some of the shows I've seen and books I've read that maybe sometimes we might have to coexist. Hmm. Interesting. So I think that would be a coexist. Like story. almost like her purpose to stay is so that that place is haunted and then people are drawn to go to it. 
It's, Who knows? It's possible, yeah. or it just simply is it's her home. She loves it. Yeah. I felt that she really loved her home, but mm. she certainly didn't love that room. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know a lot of females that would. I, that's not really a, a feminine thing, you know? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> wow. No. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so say there's someone watching and listening right now, and they feel like maybe they have something with them, or, um, or they've had an experience like that in the past, or they just kind of want to know for the future. Like, what would you say the first step they should take to, you know, to try to cleanse themselves? of maybe a a spirit or a lower frequency? Well, I don't know that most people would even know that they have something with them. Usually it would be their partner or friend that would recognize that they're not the same person. Are there signs you think like that maybe people could find out on their own? Because I feel like maybe you and I now, because we've been working with this for so long, uh, we kind of just know but it'd be behavior. Yeah. Their, their behavior would change. Mm-hmm. Um, they would take the behavior on of the spirit that they might have with them. Mm-hmm. So it's not a possession per se, but it would be somebody that's maybe clouding, clouding part of them. So there, you mm-hmm. could see a difference in their eyes. You could see a difference in their expressions, some of their behaviors. Um, the person themselves may just feel really agitated and feel like I need some sort of healing. Right. And so, um, Reiki can really help with that. Mm -hmm. Um, if you know somebody, I, I have Reiki, I I have my level three, I'm a Reiki master. Um, you know, Reiki can really help with that. Uh, if they were trying to do things on their own, they could, I, I was going to say sage, but yeah, no, don't use sage. It just doesn't work. It yeah. just doesn't work. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people Forcing actually... white light through right. their body, um, like bringing down a beam of white light down from the front of them and then asking that white light to go through their body. Right. That could be helpful. But again, I, I would ask a professional. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, I mean, you can go uh, and well, if for anyone that's in Toronto, you should go to Odyssey and ask for Cheryl, right? Ask for Cheryl. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So mostly for how for um at odyssey i do house blessing i share it with my teacher because my teacher i do house blessing and she's the one that does uh house clearing but i do house clearing outside of odyssey so right um, yeah so i do have clear um clear space for you is my instagram oh right right so i do you you have a separate instagram as well right yes yeah i don't think i'm following that one this is the first time i'm hearing that Not yet okay all right (laughs) well i'm going to be now i'll put it in the little description box for everyone listening so they can go and follow you that's so cool yeah okay Awesome. Oh, there was something else. Oh, I wanted to say that I think um, nowadays more people are allergic to sage. Do you know of any alternatives? And not like we said, that's not something you use to clear yourself of spirit, but just if you're trying to raise the frequency. I think there was something called like, like oak tree, oak something maybe. Um, well, mm. cedar. Cedar. That's um, it. Yeah. If you can use cedar, if you can find cedar already made in a bundle. Um, you can also like everybody has cedar trees, mm. but uh, there is something that I've just recently learned. I haven't um, practiced it, but I would definitely pass this on. We should actually don't think I'm too weird, but it's weird. Ask the tree, ask the tree if we can take the cedar uh-huh. and use it with good intention. Okay, and make a bundle so you mm-hmm. can make your own bundle, and or you can like you should dry it out. You could crumple it up a little bit into a shell and burn mm-hmm. it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing you could use too is we, we sell in our store something that's called a uh, clear mist. It's mm-hmm. made by one of the ladies that works there. Uh, it has sage, cedar, and sweet grass. Okay. Um, in it. Uh, one thing when you're clearing out a space. So if you're, let's say you've had some negativity come into your home, you had two people come in, there might've been an argument and they've left. So you want to mm-hmm. clear that space. Um, it would be good to use sage if you could burn it, if you're not allergic to it. I don't know if you can use it in a mist and it would still have that same effect. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, but sweet grass is also something that will replace. So once you've, you know, you say I'm, I'm asking for all negative and unwanted energy to be, to be removed from this room and I'd like it to be replaced with love and light. Mm -hmm. Um, cedar, uh, sorry, sweet grass is the love and light that would be added to the room. So you could use ah. um, sweet grass to soften Wonderful. any um, strong feelings. So if you couldn't use sage, 
at least you could use the sweet grass to kind of calm down the space. Okay, I it's see. It's a very, um, if you've been lucky enough to actually get it from a native, um, sorry, yeah, uh, Aboriginal, yes, um, somebody that's actually uh, hand-braided hand it themselves, there's mm -hmm. usually a blessing that comes with that. Mm -hmm. And if you even just cleanse yourself with it, if you're feeling really down, it will change you like there's nobody's business. It's okay. awesome. Okay, wow. Yeah. You know, I was actually going to say that um, in First the- Nation, I'm sorry. Yes. You know what? I, I'm very, um, uh, that's something I, I never, I don't really know what the proper well, I'm actually, way to address now. Um, so. I'm actually- um, Nate, uh, Métis, so I should know and I, I can't keep up with our changes I did not know about that and that's what I was just about to say I was just about to say you give me like like that that sort of vibe now like maybe you are in alignment with First Nations people or but you I didn't know that <laughs> what side like what moms else don't you know yeah <laughs> I love it like wow so it was my mother um her her mother so my grandmother was oh, wow. uh, full-blooded uh, First Nation. Hmm. And so I just haven't got my card. Um, there's an adoption issue involved because I was uh, illegally adopted. So I was never adopted. I was given away. Whoa. And so I'm trying to find paperwork to find out if I can get my card. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that's really interesting because that's something that I've been very drawn to recently. And, uh, and <laughs> it's kind of silly, but recently I've been listening to the Pocahontas soundtrack uh -huh. uh, because I, there is this one part where, you know, the tree, she speaks to the tree. Have you ever seen Pocahontas? Yes. The Disney movie? Yeah. So she speaks While to the tree. Because my kids are your age. Right, so yes. exactly. <laughs> and uh, the tree says, listen with your heart and you will understand. Yeah. And I and 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 Pocahontas, she's really just talking about, you know, uh, tuning into the vibes of the ground and the trees and, you know, going with the river. That's one of the songs just around the river bend. And and so I and I really have always connected to that movie because like what you just said, you know, ask the tree for permission. Someone might hear that and might not really understand what you mean by that is not that you're necessarily going to hear the tree say, you may have this, <laughs> <laughs> but like on an energetic level, if you're someone that, you know, Obviously, meditation helps you tune into energy a lot more. Uh, but, you know, if you're first starting out, it might be a little bit harder to understand. But once you start, like, really tuning in a lot and, you know, meditating or, um, you know, just having mindful walks, you'll start to understand energy. And so, so a tree may not, like, you know, actually say, yes, you may have this. But on an energetic level, you might feel... You'll, this you'll is get okay. No. You'll, you'll get, get yes. you'll get a yes or a no, right? Yes. So it's it's very interesting. And then I've been really drawn to Pocahontas because I I feel I feel very strongly that that movie holds a lot of you know wisdom to it. Yes. So and I'm very drawn to you know First Nations, Aboriginals. You know, well, one of the things that I know for sure in in all of the things that I've done in the years of of spirit spirit training because I've been doing this for twenty years, um, mm. but. In like the, all the modalities I've learned are completely different. Mm. Um, however, all things are energy. All things mm. are energy. Even your washer and dryer is <laughs> energy. All things are energy. And mm. so because they are energy, um, it's good to be grateful. It's good to be thankful and, mm -hmm. and to talk to them. So, mm -hmm. you know, when people name their cars and then they talk to their cars and their cars are running great, you know, can, can continue on. Thank you for running great. Yeah. Um, may sound silly, but I, I practice this as much as I can remember to yeah. practice it. Um, but you know, like with crystals, uh, for an example, mm. in the store, um, we sell a lot of crystal bracelets and necklaces and people think, well, why do you, you know, what, what do you need that for? Or mm. we cleanse them in the bowl. Why are you cleansing them with the, the sound of ohm in the bowl? Why are you doing that? Well, we're raising the, the vibration of that crystal. It's been mined. It's mm. been sitting in this room. I have energy. I've touched the crystal. That crystal that has energy has now picked up my, my energy. It's working with my energy. Oh, mm. now you touch the same piece of the same stone. So now Melissa's energy is on there too. So right. um, we want to clear it so it can work with that one person. That's the same with anything. Hmm. Everyone's, we are, we are all really, we really are all one. We are all Vibration. intertwined yeah. and um, all things that are here are all intertwined. I believe that. That could be a whole conversation in itself but um, totally. so I do believe that we need to ask permission and hmm. be grateful 
uh, for those things that are in our lives, like our children and our mothers and fathers. Yeah. And et cetera. Yeah, I've started this new morning practice where I will say, either write on my computer or say out loud 10 things that I'm grateful for and then thank you, thank you, thank you afterwards. And it really just gets me into such a good, you know, a good mode and I just have a good start every day now since I started doing that. So it's lovely. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Okay. So this is a, the part of the podcast where I'm going to pull a card for you, Cheryl. Awesome. So um, you get to choose which uh, deck you like. So we have the Wisdom of the Hidden Realms or the Psychic Tarot. These are two of my favorite decks as ah, well. Ah, of course. Um, and I feel, I think I'm going to go with Wisdom. I knew it. I, I like Colette. I should have like whispered it into the microphone. <laughs> I love Colette. I like Colette. John too though. So yeah. You yeah. know what? I've actually mentioned. But we went to see Colette together. Right. See, and I've actually mentioned this a bunch of times on uh, a number of episodes about seeing Colette live and how awesome she was. She was yeah. so cool. Yeah. Colette, if you're listening, come on the show. I'd love exactly. to have you on. Exactly. I, I used these cards when I was... Um, Toronto's Long Island Medium. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Long Island Medium for sure. Yeah, I, I, I use these cards on John as well, and I on John Gray, the previous episode. But honestly, I just think these cards, are, there's something to them. They're just, they're beautiful. They The artwork is just so lovely, and... Yeah. I don't know. I just loved them so much. And Cheryl actually brought me some cards. She brought me the Isis cards. Um, if you haven't heard of them before, it's Isis is a specific goddess. And anyways, I had played with these cards a couple weekends ago when we were together, and they were amazing. And I was thinking about using them today, but they're a little bit um, – the, the descriptions are long, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. that wouldn't be a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a specific question, or would you like general knowledge? General knowledge. General knowledge. What would Cheryl like to know? I'm just going to shuffle. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to pull these two. I feel drawn to these two. Okay. So one is upside down and one is facing me. So we're going to, I'm just going to give you one at a time. So the first one's called the sun dancers. Ooh. And it means joyful activity, celebration of life. Is there a birthday coming up? Ooh, love it. <laughs> yes, actually there is. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Okay. So tonight I'm actually staying downtown and taking my son out for his birthday dinner. Oh, and okay. And then we're going to rescue four kittens that are, um, right now they are, Oh, they're wild. Um, they're out in the out, out in somebody's yard and they're just running free and it's so cold and wet. So Aww. we're going to rescue them and take them to the Humane Society. And my oh, amazing. son wants to keep two for himself. So. Yeah. That's exciting. Take pictures. I want to see. I will. I will. <laughs> okay. So the Sun Dancers card. As your ally, the Sun Dancers celebrate you now and remind you of the laws of success and praise. Anything you place your attention on will manifest uh, an experience, so the laws are always perfect. Expect the best and praise it in advance. This this unleashes the magic of mystical magnetic energy drawing circumstances to you to create the reality you envision. Give thanks in advance for the grace and goodwill of the divine. Be willing to dance the victory dance as if your greatest dreams are realized and watch how easily things begin to fall into place. Stay positive and leave the timing up to the divine. All things are possible now. Dance the joy of being and celebrate your life in abundance today. that's a good card you're welcome and the next one is called the queen of light and funny enough it also means celebration so there you go love it (laughs) isn't that funny both the celebrating cards okay okay so the queen of light challenges you to shine your light and not give in to fear. Are you hiding yourself for fear of rejection? Are you as afraid of success as you are of failure? The light of the divine shining within you is the power that expresses through you. This, not your ego, is the authentic place of self-expression. The queen of the light also challenges you to look at how you've you're affected by glitter, glamour, and the superficial dreams of society. Are you mesmerized by false power? The material world is fleeting. Nothing lasts forever. Make sure your intentions come from deep within you and don't base them just on money or power or what you think love will do for you. 
ask instead what you can offer, what you can give. True wealth resides within peace, harmony, and a sense of purpose. Remember that light isn't garnishing cold, nor is it uh, manufactured. It's warm and brilliant and natural. Give up to the sorry. Give up the attachment to the outer goal, and if it's meant to be yours, it will surely come. Oh wow! Thank you. Wow. Love it. Thank you, Melissa. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, so before we finish up, would you mind telling everybody about the goal that you wrote on the little paper placed in front of you? So my goals and dreams are finding my career path that will help people on their spiritual journey and to continue to help spirit. Wow. Is that not what? This reading just said yes. about focusing on your purpose. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> All right. You can go ahead and put in the goals and dreams box. Yeah, That's you. awesome. Cheryl, this has been so fun. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. It's been a riot. I'd honestly love to have you back again very soon. Maybe we can talk about more experiences in the future because I feel the majority of people that listen to my show, they love this stuff. They love talking about spirit and ghosts and whatnot. So um, I'm sure right. they'd love to hear you back again. Oh, that would yeah. be awesome. Thank yeah. you. Yes, I would love to do this again. Yay. Okay, well, let's finish on this note. My little motto for the show is that the grass is greenest where you are right now. So essentially also what the cards were saying, being grateful for everything that you have and just kind of try to be present and spread love and, you know, know that the grass is greenest right now and yeah, be grateful. So I am grateful. Yeah, me too. I am grateful for you. Me too. (laughs) I love you so much. Big ditto. I love you too. Aw. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I wanted to make a quick reminder that if you would like $5 off the combat comedy show that I will be going to and that I invite y'all to come with me on November 8th at the Old Stone Cottage, uh, come and hang out. You'll get $5 off by saying Namaste CC. And yeah, you get to watch a fun comedy show. So bring your boyfriend, girlfriend, or just bring yourself because me dates are good for the soul. And let's go and watch a funny show together. Love you guys so, so much. Sending you so much love, light, and motivation to go slight at your goals. Stay focused. Stay strong. Stay with it. (laughs) Just just go make things happen, okay? Just go work. Love y'all.